that you just want us to say these things? Just say it. Okay, go again. Bacon mashed potatoes. Princess Sweet Pea Elizabeth Schaefer, my kitten. Um. <laughs> I will answer your question <laughs> in a moment. Yes. Having a nice walking trail behind my house. Funyuns. Corgi butts. I need more? Yes. <laughs> People are going to be like, what is this? Um, Bloody Marys blended with pickles. Ooh. Malbec. Flamin' hot funyuns. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the Something Random podcast, where sometimes we talk about television, sometimes we talk about movies, but we always talk about something random. Mm. Uh, this is the thankful month. I wanted to start things off a little thankful and and say what we are thankful for. Mm-hmm. So, so those were things that we're thankful for. Yeah. Thanks for just joining us. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining us. Everyone Thank is you just joining us. Today. I, <laughs> I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm another host, Michael C. Macbeth. I'm your Coco host, Scotty Schaefer. Welcome back to the show. This is Joel. We're being thankful. <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> can you, can you uh, repeat what that sentence was? Because it didn't know. sound I like a know. thing. I'm sitting here thankful going, we are. I'm sitting here going, <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever. I just, Joel, are you okay? I, just, <laughs> like, I, I haven't been up for very long. So. Me oh, how, was, how was last night? <clears throat> last night was fine. Yeah. When when did it start? <laughs> I saw I saw you at the theater like I don't know eight maybe. No, you didn't see me there. So Joel, just, oh no, that's right. I'm thinking of Saturday. For for our listeners, Joel uh, uh, works overnights painting theater sets, and uh, he uh, just woke up after sleeping for maybe was it like twenty minutes, thirty minutes? <clears throat> no, I slept for quite a bit longer last night because I wasn't there very late. Um, last night. Because I wanted to sleep in preparation for today. Oh, thank you. However, my schedule is still wacky, so I didn't fall asleep <laughs> until you know later. So uh, I got I know that problem. But uh, good morning. Good this morning. Is my, this is my morning. Hey, doll. I'm not a woman, so it's not sexy. So, <laughs> guys, what have you been watching this week? Well, um. This is incredibly profound, but uh, I've been rewatching Scrubs. I need to start rewatching it pretty soon. Yeah. It's almost about that time. It is that time. The Jags at Netflix removed it. <laughs> They're going to be doing the same thing with uh, Always Sunny at the end of <gasps> the year. Yeah. You gasp. Uh, yeah. I'm what? so offended by. I think I may almost cancel my Netflix subscription because there's not very much television that I care about anymore. I have been reading several articles about people possibly actually canceling their Netflix subscription, saying even something like Netflix is never going to get another cent of my money and then their phone ring, you know, alerts them that their automatic payment has already gone through from their bank and they're like, well, okay, I'm going to get that back but then you get no money. I think what that means is that you need to discover new things. Ooh, that's true. I do like that. I, I do. I lately I have been watching newer stuff. Like I like the Netflix originals for the most part. There's some re, there's some bummers, uh, but they're usually they're pretty good. So I think for their original content, it's still definitely worth it. And especially like uh, comedy, they do a lot of comedy stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I think Netflix is still worth it for now. Where are you at the show right now? Like in the show? Well, so I've been I've been like watching it and going to sleep and you know, letting it continue to play, that kind of thing. Uh, so okay. um, technically, I'm just towards the end of season five now after like a week and a half. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, just because that's how fast you crank through it overnight. And it's actually, it's really funny because the first night that that happened, I was falling asleep on the episode where JD and Elliot first hook up and there's the whole psychologist interview thing and they're discussing basically the breakdown of their first attempt at the relationship right right right. when i woke up in the morning it was the next time they were hooking up <laughs> hey nice <laughs> so like, oh cool didn't they hook up like much earlier on in the series like wasn't that season one where they like boned down a little bit season one was their first time yeah and that was that was like six episodes in i think right um and then it basically became an annual thing 
each mm-hmm. season they would right. uh, they would they find really they really played in that they wanted those two to be uh, together even though sometimes character wise they didn't really seem like they were heading in the same direction yeah i think the 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 long haul on again off again thing is uh is not as often discussed because you have the turk and carla characters who were together from day one and almost never apart since then Mm -hmm. which by the way if we're talking about the question that we got a few weeks ago about dysfunctional families uh, turk and carla are like a great example of a couple who got married and stayed married together even though they went through problems absolutely yeah they they worked through their issues even Mm. when carla kissed jd you know and it's like spoilers Mm -hmm. oh shoot um so for those of our listeners who haven't watched scrubs and (laughs) co-hosts yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. That's okay. We're both just watching. We're like, this is this is fascinating. Now I'll never be able to watch that episode. All right. <laughs> well, I mean you have to you have to watch it at least to lead up to the I musical don't even episode. remember who you were talking about, so it's okay. Does anybody else have anything? Uh I do have something to say about that, I guess. Uh you touched on something, Michael, that I would like to point a finger at and say, What? That's weird. Um there we all know somebody or personally fall asleep to sounds or the tv but it seems like you leave your tv running until you wake up in the morning is that right well i haven't i haven't adjusted hulu's autoplay feature it's not just a hulu thing you know that tvs have had a sleep feature for i do that longer than you're alive uh no i i was well aware of that just because of um the month after i watched the ring and the TV in our family room turned itself on at midnight. <laughs> so, so, do you remember like old TVs kind of had like an egg timer on it to turn them off? It was great. Yeah, so it was ones. like, <laughs> click. Yep, that was great. Yep. <laughs> I do that though. Uh, I, I've left the TV. I like to leave the TV on all night sometimes. So, how do you, how do you guys feel about your negative impact on the environment and how we're all dying? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> my, a little my, depressed now. My roommate does the same thing. He has a tendency of just like falling asleep, and then going to his bedroom and just leaving the TV on. And I'm like, dude, just the t- turn it off when you go to bed. The TV in the living room? The living room television. <laughs> it's a big one. The speakers on. and everything. Yeah. Okay. So, and my roommate is not Michael, which everybody thinks. I've asked, got asked three times this week, oh, yeah, you and Michael live together, right? I've been asked by the same person basically every six months. <laughs> <laughs> so you still live with CJ? Still not. Okay. Yes, I'll, stop, I'll, I'll stop asking. Never. I know that you don't like the other. <laughs> well, you just have to answer the, 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 the same way each time. Only in our hearts. Uh, so, yeah, I went to see once. It was incredible. To, that was good. Uh, to say the least, I had no complaints. Go, well, I've, Normally, I've, when I go see musicals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I usually have, like what you guys were doing earlier, I have a tendency of just like listing my problems with the show. I had none. I have a question for you. Um, with a show, I have I have two issues. <laughs> no, I'm not just gonna say like like because I haven't seen the show yet. I'm excited to, but from your perspective, you've seen what we call straight plays. You've seen musicals. You've yes. seen rock concerts. You've seen live musicians on the street in uh, in Old Town. Right. Um, because of the performance on stage, everyone like you know Nick told us everyone on stage is playing an instrument, uh-huh. even if their character is not in that scene. They're just off on the side playing playing along. Um, like what was it like? Did it did it feel more like a show? Did it feel more like a rock concert? It did it feel like something totally different? Like it from felt, the audience, would you it mean? felt like a show, but it felt like they were like a traveling troupe of people coming together to tell this story. Oh, neat! Which was super super intriguing to uh, to just see that side of things, just to ha- have a different take on the normal musical where it's like. Yes, we're watching these people, but these people are also musicians who are telling the story. And that's how I felt about it, at least. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. Good. I loved it. It's fun to go to a dinner theater uh, straight from work, um, especially when your work was waiting tables at another dinner theater. Right. <laughs> One time I went to see a show at the Midtown, and I went straight there, so I was wearing all blacks and the, the, the plaid tie like I'm a waiter. I Basically, I had my apron on still, and everyone at, was like, why is he sitting down? Excuse me, sir, Midtown? can we get some bread? What what a nerd at the Midtown. No, no, no. I came from the candlelight up to there. <laughs> no, no. But you said the Midtown. The midtown. <laughs> I went Isn't to the Midtown. <laughs> Isn't it the Midtown? I don't know. At the Midtown. No. Is it? No. It's, it's just midtown called Midtown Art, Art, Art Center. Yeah. Well, at the I I, I I was driving on the road. I went up to the building. I went into the Midtown. I had some of the dinner. 
Speaking thanks, of dinner theaters. Thanks, honey. <laughs> so, okay, so now that we're on the story of dinner theaters, we need you to tell the story that you told oh. us about what happened to you on your closing weekend. Oh my of, gosh, uh, Music Man. Okay, okay. So uh, I was just I just closed uh, Music Man. I got to play Marcellus Washburn. I got to sing Chapoopy. It was a dream role. I was I'm easily the tallest Marcellus Washburn I've ever heard of in my life. Um, by the way, when you when people ask you what role you are and you accidentally say Marcellus Wallace, <laughs> it's a quite different character, um, Marcellus Washburn. Um, so I was singing, so I'm singing Chapoopy. I must have done it 60, 70 times now, maybe more than that for this run. And and I go up and I'm supposed to sing. Um, oh my gosh, I keep screwing it up. Now a woman who'll kiss on the very first date is usually a hussy, which is already kind of rap anyway. Uh, but for some reason, I started to say girl. And I ended up saying, when a girl walks in with itty bitty, ha 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 ho ho. And I realized uh, that's not how the song goes. Maybe I'm singing somebody else's song. So then I lose the second one. And then to the whole little second part after that, I say, he he ho ho ha ha ha. When a girl, now a girl who kissed on the third time around, head on the clouds, feet on the ground, she's the girl you're glad you found. I get to finally move on. Um, but it was easily about a minute into the dance. We have an actual dance and everything like a little fun thing and I and I realized oh I wasn't singing someone else's song in the show that was definitely lines from baby baby got back <laughs> and the whole cast knew it and and I, my mic was on because I was singing they just only had to say shapoopy a couple times um and so I could hear them laughing on stage the, everyone backstage who's helping move stuff is just dying and oh. I and it's a it's a pretty strenuous dance anyway because it's it's a, it was a fun little thing so we're all like gasping for air anyway and it was Pretty embarrassing. So that does your Shapoopy got back? <laughs> does Shapoopy got back? Does Shapoopy got back? I think so. I mean, Shapoopy. I mean, like uh, he des- he describes his girlfriend as a nice, comfortable girl. And when I heard itty bitty waist in my head, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> 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 I, I did that. <laughs> I did something uh, similar in uh, when I did uh, Once Upon a Mattress, where I started saying the wrong lyric. And then I'm like, just saying a ooh because somebody else is singing the lyric. <laughs> I, I I have like very nearly sang the wrong lyric, but I don't think that's ever happened. There was one time that I completely blanked on the lyrics. Like mm-hmm. I just I just skipped an entire stanza and just stood there and smiled. I'm like, oh my god, nothing. Just really? completely flew out of my brain. When we, when oh, we, I can't allow that to happen. One of the favorite to do stories that I like to tell is when we did curtains and Jordan Roberts. <laughs> uh, Are we still recording? Because this might yeah, be good. we're still. We're, we're oh still yeah, this, we, we so you did curtains. So we did curtains, and uh, the our friend who is the lead, he sang the same verse three times in a row and we're all on stage and none of us can sing with them and we're like oh no and and what was hilarious was the verse he was singing was the third verse so he got through one and two and then he's like desperately looking down at jeremy in the pit for help and he's like yeah, and you're some on. policeman and <laughs> you now is the time to sing that one. We did. I did West Side Story a million years ago when I was thinner and younger and could move better. But um, the girl that played, what's her name? Maria. Maria's cousin, Anita. 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 She completely blanked on the words for tonight, which is the big, you know, the big quintet. The, 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 oh the yeah, yeah. One? yeah. So, Anita's so gonna goes, get her kicks so tonight. So what happened was. Uh, you have the all the other parts, and she comes in. She's at her little vanity, and she says, "Anita's gonna get her kicks tonight," and that was it. <laughs> and then she just sat there and made sexy poses to the audience for you know two and a half, however long it was. And the music is going, and she's just sitting there like pursing her lips. Oh my god, it was the funniest thing ever. And she felt awful, but we we had to laugh at her. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing at her now. No, and, when, and when I just stood there stock still, it was the same thing. It's like, no, please laugh at me because that, that was completely stupid. I, <laughs> I just that has never happened to me before or since. And, mm. But and you didn't have, but you didn't have to be sexy doing it. <laughs> no, poor girl, you got to be. You, yeah, you got to be awkward and just stand there and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Charles is crying from that. Oh, last that was good. Um, Joel, what have you been watching? This I week? did have one one thing I wanted to mention as far as what I was watching this week, just because it was such a big 
deal of an episode. We talked about it once before, I think, when Seth was here, and that's the uh, Leah Remini Scientology in the Aftermath. Ah. I, I caught up last night on this past week's episode. It was intense. It was very intense because she talked to former friends who left the church while she was still in the church that Leah Remini had shut out of her life. So to hear their side of the story was just kind of intense. A lot of people were talking about it on social media this week. So I was, if any of you guys, listeners have watched it, yeah, send your comments on what you thought. Because I thought it was, I, I kept rewinding parts of it going, oh my, and listening to re-listening to stories going, oh my God, that's just, it's crazy. Hmm. If you haven't seen that show, you should check it out. It's I, I like. It's I said, still on my to-do list. Like I, I said before, I think it's the most fascinating thing on TV this year. Right. It's pretty intense. All right, Michael, you've got a question for us? This is something I was curious about. So this this question comes from moi. Ooh. Moi. <laughs> moi. <laughs> right back to you, big boy. All right. <laughs> um, so with the world going very digital, you know, even, even owning DVDs or Blu-rays is almost obsolete. So my question is um, regarding whether or not physical copies still have a place in the world and i thought it was interesting because we record here in the basement with joel right next to his gigantic dvd collection that i helped him move out of denver even (laughs) (laughs) right it's it's beautiful like i oh i get to face it i'm just like oh my gosh yeah all those episodes of the cosby show all those episodes of golden girls (laughs) Totally, totally. And and I'm I'm kind of a mixture. I have some digital copies of some movies. I have some DVDs that are in like a book. But I know Scotty and I both um, want a tiny house someday and being minimalist, that would also fall in that category. Mm-hmm. So like what are the emotional pros and cons, I guess, of of having physical copies versus just digital copies of of things. Well, I'll tell you, since I'm the one with the giant collection over here, I, I am very much. I, I like to have something that I purchase. I like to have it in my hands, be able to tile thing, you be know? able to yeah. own it and have it in my hands and look at it. And I, I don't know. I'm weird like that, but I'm also less of a online shopper too, if that makes sense. I like mm. to go into a store and have that instant mm. gratification of being able to purchase something and walk home with it. Mm. Um, that makes sense. And yeah. look at it and own it. I don't know if that makes me old school or what, but it's, it's, it's kind of the same concept with digital because, I, well, I do it so much less now. Now that I live, uh, I live here with uh, Jalyn and Seth and we have cable and Netflix and DVR and all that. I didn't have that at home. All I had mm. was a TV and a DVD player, which is why I have so many DVDs. I mean, I was buying two or three a week, mm-hmm. if not more. Now that I've been here, I buy like maybe one or two a month, you know, so it's a lot less. But I don't know. I like being able to have something and know that I'll always own it. Yes. Because you never know what's going to happen with files or yeah, DVR and stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Or even with Netflix. I, I mean, mean mm-hmm. like going back to the Scrubs thing, I you got, yeah, you should guys see buy those, a DVD set. You guys see those blue tubs over there? VHS tapes. Oh, you're yeah. gonna to want to convert those quick because that that stuff deteriorates. We can we can convert those. I know you me. can. I was gonna. I've been meaning to talk to you about. That. <laughs> a little plug for something random media productions. This plug. week, this week's episode is brought to you by something random media. Something random media. We do shit. <laughs> VHS to DVD conversion, but yes. I I can't. There there's several of those I can't get find myself to get rid of, even though I don't even have a VCR hooked up. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same with vinyl records and my old cassette tapes. I just. I like to own stuff and know that I'll always have it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no that's that was a perfect answer. To the absolutely fair. And no, that's that's the troubling thing because every every medium, whether it's magnetic tape or digital discs, you know, I mean, any of those things, they have a lifespan. Mm-hmm. Some uh, of them uh, longer Polaroids. than others. Yeah. Polaroids could go bad eventually. You, you exactly. put them in a shoebox; those things start to stick together. Every, all kinds of stuff. Everything is going to deteriorate. Zeros and ones, however, for the most part, you know, you can you can always send it to a different server or right. you know have a backup copy or what have you. And yeah, if if something were to happen and everything digital were to go away, <laughs> then that would be a problem. But that would be the only real problem with the digital copy I think, I, or corruption. There's a big issue right now in the gaming community where. Once licenses on music or anything else goes bad, if a company gets sued over a video game years and years down the road, that game will disappear. 
you will not be able to re-download it. You will not be able to access it. Has it happened before? Yes. There is a really, really popular game that I love. It was the Scott Pilgrim side-scroller game that came out. Yes. You cannot buy that ever again. What? Or find I, it. I, oh my I, have it on, I have it on my Xbox. It's already downloaded it. Good. Keep it on your Xbox because that actually makes your Xbox very valuable if you have that game because it's you cannot find it anymore. What was the issue? I'm not sure exactly, but the, the music rights to that mm-hmm. um, just went past the licensing date and they could no longer legally sell it and they didn't want to redo the music rights. Hmm. So that's just where they landed and that game is no longer able to be sold. Oh, so, so good. I wish it deserves to be on it's like great. Android and iPhone and everything. It's that, a fun little That game. classic Double Dragon style like punch em game yes. is so much fun. But that happens a lot with games. It's hmm. it's there's and they didn't just want to change the music. Like, I well, I mean, it's it's a it's a cost thing. I'm sure yeah. Scott Pilgrim didn't do well financially as a movie. I'm sure the games didn't do financially well either. Yeah. So why would they spend more money to redo music in a game, even if it takes, you know, just a little bit of time to get royalty free bit tracks and just throw them in? It's still hmm. that is really <clears throat> interesting and frustrating because. My old roommate had it on the PS3, and that was how I played it, you know, but um, I don't have my own copy. I like the idea of the cloud. I love it for things like, like Joel was talking about the instant gratification. I'm like, bro, I don't even have to get off my damn couch if I want to buy this movie. I bought a six-pack of every single um, Spider-Man movie, including Spider-Man Homecoming, for kind of super cheap. It was on sale for like 40 bucks. I was like, I did the math. I was like, that's cheaper than I can get rummaging through the bins at Walmart, which... This is just me talking. I'm sure it's a cesspit of like germs and viruses just floating around in there while people are like, I want to organize these or I want to look for this one. And I'm like, so that's that's uh, somebody a, vomited in there recently. <laughs> so that's a hard copy you like you're taking. Your like, is that a hairball? <laughs> it's probably worse than the balls at McDonald's play play. Uh, yes, oh, possibly. Because you, ex- you get grown ups in there who are like, I don't have to wash my hands. It just blew my nose. Do those still exist? I haven't seen a play uh, play in forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Charles isn't allowed in McDonald's anymore. <laughs> Lifetime ban. Yeah, uh, I do believe they exist. I asked for uh, three all beef patties, the special sauce, <laughs> lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Actually, I asked it for a brioche bun that time, and they're like, "We're sick of your shits. Get out of here." <laughs> all right, I got a, I got a six degrees for you guys. Oh, let's do it. All right, so this one has has a, a bit of a, a a challenge for you guys. Challenge. Uh, and I think I was able to solve it twice. Twice. This way. Actually, there's two different. Are we doing some like weird French accent now? Uh, so I have. Accent. I have. I have two separate challenges for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh. Either one means that you guys win. If you can solve either one of these challenges. Well, what if we did the full five minutes and we had to try and do both in five? I don't know. We yep. go pretty fast sometimes. Y- you can do that too. Um, so. The challenges are, number one, name the movie that they are both in together. Okay. Oh, so get it in one, one degree. Get it in one. Or. 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 You have to use somebody who has sung professionally or played music professionally. Oh, some kind of musician or vocalist. Who has been in a movie with them as one of the one of the degrees. Okay. All right. Okay. Challenge accepted. I have a whole... Right. Category in my brain for that. You All guys, right. you guys ready for this? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. The uh, the two I have for you guys is Seth Rogen and Owen Wilson. Now the rules of six degrees of separation, besides those two that I put together, mm-hmm. are uh, you have to know the name of the actor, you have to know the name of the movie. Uh, you can use television, but you can't use Sat- uh, Saturday Night Live or uh, any of the big ensemble television shows. So uh, we're, I'm going to give you guys a full six minutes here because this one's a little difficult. Uh, before you start it, I already know the first answer. So go ahead and start the timer. You know the, the movie that they're both in? Oh, yeah. Really? Just name it right now. They're both an anchorman. No, they're not. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Seth Rogen is the camera is the camera the camera guy holding the camera saying, uh, "You got to get the footage. This is hilarious footage of the cat show." And Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson is one of the is one of the guys. That in was the, fight. In the movie that I was thinking of. Well, boom. 
Uh, that was in the movie that I was thinking of, but, but that okay. still counts. So, so what right, you're saying the is the real challenge is you have to read my mind. You have to go inside my mind and find the real answer. What? Okay, so that was in the movie that I was thinking of. I didn't realize that they were both Seth in Seth Rogen together. used to be a small little guy actor who just got little bit parts. He was just, and then and then uh, the director, Judd Apatow, was like, you know what, you're funny enough, let's give you some of your own movies. Knocked up. All right. Well, All right. while uh, while we start the timer to try a different approach yeah <laughs> try the other one all right uh we're gonna take a brief word from our sponsors i'm gonna start the timer okay hey friends this is your humble host charles just checking in to see how things are going i have an afternoon off some beer and piles of leaves to jump into on my front lawn do you want to come over and just go wild um okay i've got a few quick plugs before we get back to the show number one just so you know something random doesn't just do this hilarious podcast something random is also a photo video audio production company so if you have any upcoming projects that you need a hand with let us be the creative people to help you out. Contact us via email at info at somethingrandommedia.com or on any of the major social medias at Something Random Media. We've been in business for over a decade and we offer incredibly high quality work at a fraction of the cost of our competition. It's about that time to do an ironically terrible Christmas card. I think Michael and I are doing ours this week. I think that sounds about right. Um, so number two, our merch shop is up. So if you'd like to support the show, you can pick up one of our super rad shirts, a mug, or really anything your heart leads you to. A link to that is in the description of this episode as a clickable link. You can check that out. Also, we did a BuzzFeed quiz at the end of this episode, and I have a, a link in that to have you take the, the quiz alongside us. That is also in the description of this episode as well. If you're new to the show, welcome. I have a fresh box of donuts and some coffee in the corner for you. Uh, didn't get any sweetener. Uh, I'm sorry. So you just have to drink the coffee black, but free coffee is free coffee, man. Uh, I hope you stick around. Seriously. And if you're uh, one of our returning listeners, you know the deal. Keep kicking some series, but you guys are awesome. Uh, you are all awesome, and we wouldn't do this show without you. I hope you're having a fantastic week. And I love you. Every year, new TV shows get canceled. Some make it an entire season, and some don't even make it that far. I'm Ed, host of Unaired, where each week we review a show that was canceled with episodes left unaired, then pitch our ideas for what could have been future episodes of those shows. We've covered shows like Cavemen, the show based on the Geico Cavemen commercials, the ill-fated 2011 Wonder Woman pilot, a show called Look Well, where Adam West plays an aging TV detective who thinks he can solve real crimes, and many more. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, unairedpodcast.com, or wherever you download podcasts. And remember, some things are better left unaired. All right, fine. All right, so here we go, guys. My mm -hmm. one. Okay, so the, the movie that I chose was Yumi and Dupree, the movie together. They were. It was a terrible movie. Oh, with, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Nope, um, not a clue. But anyways, <laughs> so I went, Seth Rogen was in 50-50 with Anna Kendrick. Mm -hmm. I didn't use Anna Kendrick as singing professionally, but I mean, that would count because she was in Pitch Perfect 2. Well, and she was in camp. I mean, so she, she started singing. Yes, but that's not the person that yeah, I used. But I, I used. Raise your hand if you've been to an Anna Kendrick concert. That's what I thought. Anna Kendrick was in Pitch Perfect 2 mm -hmm. with Snoop Dogg. Oh, my God. I'm Snoop Dogg was in Starsky and Hutch with, with Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Okay. See, we were pulling out. How many times did we talk about about David Bowie like pulling these musicians out for like he was in Zoolander, uh, he was in the Prestige. There's, I know that we could connect it that way. I just we just. I mean, you can yeah. connect Hugh There's Jackman to literally. You can connect, and I didn't even think of that. So Hugh Jackman and all the not X Men movies, all the X Men movies. Oh, you can connect him to so, any one of those. So then you could go to Ian McKellen or um, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, you could have done Patrick Family cool. Guy. Oh, oh yeah. wait. Because uh, Seth Rogen oh, yeah. has, has voice in Family Guy, um, and then it would just be one extra degree to go through Seth MacFarlane to Seth Rogen um, because Patrick to Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. You could also Here's have done... a list of famous Armenians. <laughs> <laughs> Seth I was also trying to do it with uh, the Lion King movie with Beyonce, <laughs> and I was able to do it, but it was really late at night, and I forgot. Was Beyonce in the Lion King movie? She's going to be in the new the one. The new one. Oh, the new she's one. She plays so Nala. What? 
So okay. one that hasn't come out yet? Is we it? Is it? Is it live action? Is it? Is episodes? it a cartoon? It's well, you can't say. Okay, I hate this bullshit when people are like, "Yeah, it's the live action Lion King." No, they're all CGI. It's not live. Like, yeah, they just it's, hire a bunch yeah. of lions to hang out and chill. It, well, I don't know. I mean, they could do a Lion King Broadway version with awesome puppets and stuff. They that would be awesome. I would I would watch that. Yeah, but like like it's how a, they should have done the Lion. Jungle, how they should have done. Well, Jungle Book, I don't know, that's kind of hard. What are you going to do with a snake and everything, too? Anyway. All right, Scotty, you got a question for us? I do have a question for you guys. So this one, this question, uh, is is interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask it because it does have uh, connotations, but I also want to clarify it because some of this can make us come off as really chauvinistic, and I, that's not the case here. Okay, so here's the question. With the outing of Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, Brett Ratner, etc., as men with a tendency to sexually ha- harass others, do you feel this is a point? This is a two questions. Do you feel this is a point in history where we will see the misogyny of Hollywood change into something more inclusive? He said, hopefully. The follow-up question is what can get us in trouble. That's why I want to clarify. Uh, who would be the one person that, if outed as someone who sexually harasses others, would be the biggest letdown for you? Right. So this letdown reason that we're talking about is not like, oh, I, you know, I, I want to selfishly watch it regardless of that. Personally, I have this feeling, I have this desire where I want it to be bad for business, for people to be associated with racists, homophobes, and sexists. I, I agree. And, uh, and and the idea that that when that happens, I, you know, looking back in the past, when um, Michael Richards, when Kramer made horrible comments and, and happened to get caught on tape, that was enough for me to be like, you know what, I was the guy who had bought that Kramer painting poster uh, where he was looking all suave or whatever, and I was, I was, I was, I had to take it down. And then same thing when um, Mel Gibson that stuff came up. I was like, you know what? I really liked Braveheart and I really liked all this other stuff, but now it's going to be tough to watch him. And it took a long, probably decade before I could even watch him as a bad guy in the Machete movie, which was a good movie. Do we think that this is going to change the industry? Like change the industry? I, I hope so. I have trouble getting my hopes up though, Mm. because, um, these, this, this kind of favoritism and misogyny and bigotry and stuff is, ages ages old i mean mm-hmm. you even you even look back to to early greek theater and only the men were allowed to perform and they performed women's roles so i mean like yes we've made progress absolutely but um humans are still going to be humans and they're still going to make mistakes and overlook mistakes and get greedy and all that stuff right who it is might change, you know? Um, but yeah, that's my thought. I, I really don't think, um, and I mean this, I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I don't think it's going to change in a sense that we're all for theater guys, right? Right. We know the antics that go on backstage of the theater, mm-hmm. what, what can potentially go on, as in the way people talk to each other, the way we have to change our clothes. We see a lot of people naked that we wouldn't yeah. normally. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I, I really want to stress that people don't misunderstand me on this. When we get comfortable around people that we work with in that kind of sense, and I believe that Hollywood is times 20, mm. when we get comfortable with those people and feel that we can make certain kind of jokes because we feel those people are our colleagues and our friends, that's where you find yourself comfortable in in where you're working. And frankly, I, I don't want it to change in a sense that, yes, some people might feel uncomfortable, but and I don't know if I, I want to say I don't want it to change or to start people to stop feel, feeling like they're being harassed because I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel harassed. However, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable. OK, right. I, I'm not going to I don't want to mention a name, but. Just this weekend, I was at a show. Someone made a comment about my being on stage naked. Okay. It was someone that I've known for a while, but I'm not like super close with them, but it's a theater colleague. Okay. They made a comment about me being on stage naked and it was a female, me being on stage naked and then kind of, you know, raising their eyebrows a little bit. And I'm going, she's making a joke. She's not harassing me, obviously. However, if the roles were reversed, that would definitely come off 
as a male harassing a woman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Sure. So, yeah. and uh, like I said, I don't want people to misunderstand me or, or uh, uh, think that I'm being chauvinistic. <laughs> it's because it's hard not to sound that yeah. way. But I like having that relationship with people that I don't know very well or that I wouldn't normally hang out with in that setting. Right. Okay. Yes. And and there's a there's a level of trust that you have to reach yes, before you get absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 what you're talking about is on a micro scale, mm-hmm. you know, and um and that's that's how I live my life as well is on a person to person basis. Right. Because everybody is different. Their needs are different. And even yeah, even at this table, I talk to each of you differently depending on like context of our relationship. It's absolutely. just how things go. I I agree with you and i also really want to stress that like the situations that are happening in hollywood are real situations where you know anthony rapp at 14 years old yeah, is, exactly is... and i'm not talking about the physical stuff i'm talking about the 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 where people are making jokes and it's coming off as sexual uh harassment whatever right but so mm-hmm. i don't yeah, yeah i think even... that's i think that's a little bit like i i agree with you that that we want to make sure that we have fun and we are able to communicate with each other and joke about stupid shit. You know, here's, here's where I feel on the thing. I don't think it's going to change. I'm going to be kind of a cynic in this, in this um, situation. I hope, I hope it changes. And if it does, it's going to be amazing. And I really want that to change. Uh, But look at Mel Gibson. Look at I'm sure 10 years down the road, Kevin Spacey is going to come back and he's going to be a big actor again. Look at Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. Beats mm. the shit out of his girlfriend and is still number one artist. Unacceptable. It is It is extremely unacceptable for us as a society to think that these people have redemption stories and that they should be making money off of us. Mm. But we do. Because that's how kind of how the human brain works. We have a tendency of of wanting to believe the best in people, even though there are shitty people who have gotten thousands of chances and they still are working in this industry. I really don't believe for a second that the corporate execs who are canceling House of Cards and things like that are doing it for moral reasons. No, it's all about money. It's all about money. Oh, it totally And is. so even even the fact that there is good stuff happening, it has the wrong motivation behind it. Um, it's because it's, it's because it's a business, and it's right. all, all they punched the numbers, and they decided they're going to lose some money off of this. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, because there's a separation <laughs> of when you're watching someone on a stage or on a screen, for the most part, when you're being entertained, you don't care what their personal life is like. It's like no, they're an. Inc- I mean, Kevin Spacey is an incredibly talented actor. It sucks that he made these poor decisions, but that doesn't change the fact that he's a really good actor. That's true. Can you separate the person from the art, or is the art kind of the person? I agree with you that I don't think that it'll change in a sense of the way people act, but I think it will change in a sense that people are going to be less afraid to come I- forward. So hope so. Definitely. I really do hope so. And I really hope that because it's a big male issue where we tend to say, (laughs) like, look at look at Bill Cosby, for instance. Yes, I've been thinking about Bill Cosby. There are dozens of women who have come out against Bill Cosby. Dozens, right? And people are still like, yeah, they're just lying. There's so much smoke for that fire. Like, think about that. Speaking of Bill Cosby. you know, and you were saying, can you take away the 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 person from the art or whatever? I, the Cosby Show is still a great show, and I'm I still laugh at Bill Cosby's comedy. Is he a terrible person <laughs> for these alleged things that he's done? Yes, but it, I, I'm still going to watch the Cosby Show. I'm still going to watch Mel Gibson movies. I'm still going to watch Kevin Spacey movies. Yeah, I, I think they're entertainers. Dave, I mean, yeah, Dave Chappelle did a his more recent. Yes, that's kind of where we were going here. I think 
he uh, he talked a little bit in his most recent comedy special about like Bill Cosby specifically about like all the amazing things that Bill Cosby has done. It's kind of the big punchline of the whole. It's special. the whole. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it. I know. It's I don't so either. Good. Is it on Netflix or where is it? It's on Netflix. It is it's on Netflix. Netflix it's a Netflix special. I, I highly now. recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but he talks about this about like how how can you say the 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 good things that he's done are not good? He's a shitty, terrible person, but he's done good things. And I think, and how, how, how can you, how can you separate those two? I, and that's just a, a philosophical question that we have to ask ourselves. It's Absolutely. hard. It's hard. So a uh, quick question round, round table. Who biggest letdown? would be your biggest letdown if it came out that they were sexually harassing people? Quentin Tarantino. I watch all of his movies every year. Uh, I would say, honestly, Taika Waititi. Like lately. Oh, He's yeah. been kind of like comedically and... Director wise, the person that I kind of look up to and that side of things, mm-hmm. just being weird and and fun, and weird but also like just happy and so anti Hollywood. Yeah, he's so anti Hollywood. He doesn't care. He's like, oh, what's your what's your favorite Marvel movie? He's like, I've never watched one. <laughs> I don't I mean, care. He's literally <laughs> like care. an ocean away from Hollywood. New Zealand yeah. is so yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it seems like we're going more director producer with mm-hmm. this question. I would probably say Edgar Wright. Yeah, um, he's, I, you know, I was thinking about this and I was talking to, to Maya about this, about um, this very question. And I said, um, David Fincher, David Fincher, I, th- I, I, I hope that David Fincher is not the kind of person that his movies are about mm-hmm. because, you know, it's all, it all comes from within. And when you have somebody who does this, at a, <laughs> like as, as a life making person fucked up movies do you think that he's kind of a fucked up person i don't know that's that's a question i may remove this from this section no I don't no like... that, that that's an interesting question i think that i think that people like us know who who know who david fincher is but i guarantee you my mom doesn't know who david fincher is right and that she would still watch his movies because she doesn't know right you know i mean even if she did know david fincher movies are even though the name is easier to remember than I mean it's not as unique as Quentin Tarantino or something but like I don't know for some reason people have watched David Fincher movies without knowing it's David Fincher what do you think Joel the is, more it, th- is it Laurie Metcalf no no no. <laughs> no 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 the more, the more I think about it though the more I think about it though uh, I would be devastated to hear if Lauren Michaels had ever done anything because oh, of the fuck. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah. of people that have come through his studio and that would that would devastate me if, I mean if, like, if you think think about this that okay? would devastate me on the, the Lauren Michaels part of things that would devastate me for everybody who had listen, dealt with him that's what I'm saying yeah. because mm-hmm. listen there are dozens upon dozens of characters and lines that I go through my head daily that Lauren Michaels is responsible for for no nobody to have said anything yet that would be the hardest part yeah as far as performers it would be the really smart comics these days like if I heard Louis C.K. did something like this, that would kill me because he's one of the people that's uh, smart when it comes to making fun of people like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not afraid to make these kind of jokes. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know, Conan O'Brien, just because he's he doesn't. Well, I hate saying I always hate saying they don't. It doesn't seem like that person can do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Bill Cosby thing. It doesn't seem like he could do that. Well, he did, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. that's the acting part again. I mean, it's just, right. just another mask to put on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do something a little bit more fun okay. than this depressive yes. so we're gonna, song. We're gonna, let's do a little dance. Uh, we're going to take uh, a... <laughs> Baby got back no, to the no, tune no. of Shapoopy. Oh, no. <laughs> we're going to take, the three of you are going to take and deliberate each question, mm-hmm. uh, a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, oh my great. gosh. And this BuzzFeed quiz came from, uh, posted on March 23rd, 2015 which lost character are you <laughs> oh my joel's gonna kick ass in this one all right so i'm going to read the questions so i'm sorry so we're going to collectively be a character from lost you guys you guys have to deliberate and choose one answer per question oh now okay so for all three of our personalities jumbled into one human being Right or or like to just somehow describe the podcast so, as okay. a character. Here's, or what are we here's doing how here? I kind of picture this: you guys have to finalize one final answer. Now, if you guys decide, hey, I'm going to step back on this question so that I can have a bigger say on another question, great. 
that's up to you guys. But you guys have to choose as a collective. I think we should just go for it. Yeah, let's just yeah. go. All let's right. Just go. So I'm the first question here <clears throat> is, if you were stranded on the island, which of these things would you most want to have with you? Would you have a first aid kit, your survival skills, <laughs> a case of knives, yeah, as I'm... much Chipotle as I can, TBH, a gun. As I can carry, okay. A communication device, a submarine, you fool. My iPod or my significant other? <sighs> Deserted island. My first answer was going to be the case of knives. Um, what do you boys think? All I need are my survival skills. But you're already going to have those. That's the secret answer. Right? Yeah. Right. So a case of knives would be very handy. I'm just saying it because it's the when, least like me. When you apply <laughs> your survival skills. Right? I don't know. Cause, uh, honestly, a case of knives is the first thing that I thought about answering too. So all right, I think since we all cool. said that. Uh, case cool. As a Boy Scout, I'm going to tell you, you don't need a case of knives. One will do you. One will do just fine. All right. Who would be your best friend on the island? And oh, I'm going to go gonna, through this list. You're going to have to describe Why is the Lone people? Ranger on there. So, okay, <laughs> let's let's get back to this. So, I'm going to describe these characters. We've got Kate, Jack, uh, Boone. You're Libby. bad at describing characters. No, I'm not That's describing just him. naming characters. I, we're just going to go through because this is going to take like an hour unless we unless we. All right, do fine. This. So we got Kate, Jack, Boone, Libby. Uh, I don't uh, need anyone but myself. That's the Lone Ranger. Oh, so that okay. makes sense. Uh, Shannon, Juliet, Claire, or Jin? Who would be your best friend? Claire. I don't know any of these characters, but I would answer anyway, even if I did. Probably I don't need anyone but myself. I I would go with Claire personally, but what do you think, Scotty? You'd go with Claire? Claire. Claire. Um, Claire, for our listeners, is the pregnant mother on the island. Well, we'll does. Yeah. That's redundant. Uh... <laughs> Expecting mother. mother, I think, is what you're looking for. I don't know. I mean, I watch a lot of horror movies, and I'm going to tell you that in order to survive, the more people, almost the worse it is. Okay. Uh, I think I'd I'd probably Jack is a is a doctor, a literal surgeon. Um, but we'd probably butt heads. I have a, I have a big personality. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I'm gonna go Lone Ranger. Nobody. All right. Myself. So we're we're gonna be the Lone Ranger then. Lone Ranger, it is. All right. It's, it's easy for Joel too because he doesn't have to know these people. All right. Question number three. Pick a Sawyer nickname. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We call you <laughs> Doc, Freckles, Gimpy McCrutch, Pork Pie, <laughs> Big Bad Wolf, Captain Arab, Bug-Eyed Bastard, Jiminy Cricket, or Sunshine? There's Joel so has, many I Joel want has to do. Freckles. I think I, 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 actually, you know, I, have freckles. I want Joel to choose this one because he's super excited about this for once. Well, I have Freckles, um, lots of Freckles. But there's so many others that I can relate to on this because I was A-Rab in West Side Story. Jiminy Cricket is one of my favorite Disney characters. Doc, of course, Back to the Future. Um, you know what? Let's go with Freckles. That's yes, my down, answer. What do right. you guys think? No, let's go is. with Freckles. Let's go with Freckles. Freckles, Freckles Especially, the, the, I think it's funny because we're on the island by our goddamn selves, so we're calling ourselves <laughs> right. Freckles. All right. <laughs> we the chose question, no friends. How you doing, Freckles? The next question kind <laughs> of comes out of left field. Pick a cute dog. Oh, you they're got a all puppies. Oh, they're not all puppies. Some of them are grown up. A Jack okay. Russell Terrier, Border Collie, a Lab. You got a Pit Bull, a German Shepherd, a Chihuahua, a Golden Retriever, a Sharpay, and no Corgi. Yes, I'm sorry that uh, that a well, dog that you already would have with you at answering. all times. I'm That's just going to point this out. Uh, my last name is German for Shepherd. I'm a German Shepherd. <laughs> You know they chose that so that you'd be Jack. No, but there's also Jack Russell Terrier. So is the German Shepherd or the Jack Russell Terrier the one that takes you to Jack? What That's are you question. trying to ask? I don't understand your questions. Takes you to Jack? What? Like, is that, because obviously one of these oh. goes towards pushing you towards being Jack's best friend. Uh, in all seriousness. Well, the Golden um, Retriever is, is the one who finds him at uh, the very beginning. Actually, if I may, the Golden Retriever retrieves gold. That's a fun little known fact. I, That's I why they're the most would, expensive dogs. If I were to pick one of these dogs as the cutest, I would go with Golden Retriever. Uh, my two favorite dogs aren't on here, so I would go with either Golden Retriever or uh, Saber. I have, a, I have a more important question. What are your two favorite dogs? A Siberian Husky, the one that bit me in the neck. Oh, and, geez. And uh, <laughs> Australian Shepherd. Hmm, okay. 
Uh, so I guess what are we saying for this one? Then? I would go with Golden, but I, I okay. Well, here okay. Truth be told, truth one. be told, we're talking about a deserted island, probably in like around the equator. No, that's not where we're to talking. have a Saint Bernard there. That is no, just that's cruel. not the, that's not the question. That's not the question at all. A cute dog. That's not the question at all. All oh, it is is cute dog. Pick, yeah, we're, which we're is not, the cute dog. Yeah, we're not going with uh, with our hunting dog Wait, or anything. Yeah, this does, is, does it say pick a cute dog? It says pick a cute dog. Okay, I'm sorry. The ant. The correct answer is the goddamn Jack Russell Terrier. That is the cutest dog on there. No, Golden Retriever. I say golden. Oh, that's we're cute. Gonna, we're yeah. going to golden retriever. You're you calling here. a golden retriever cute? That is a beautiful animal. How dare you? All right. Which song describes your life? The life where we are stranded on the island. All right. So I have to read these off. <laughs> I think I'm life now. All right. We got Mariah Carey's I'll Be There. We've got Pink's Fucking Perfect. We've got Fantasia, I Believe. We've got uh, Pharrell Williams, Happy. We have Eminem and Rihanna, uh, The Monster. We have Katy Perry's Thinking of You. We have Michael Jackson's Bad. We have uh, Drive Shaft's uh, You Want Everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, And we have Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love which You. Which describes our life? Is that what the question was? It says, which question or which Descri- song describes your, life. describes your life? I would no, go yeah. with uh, Eminem and Rihanna. Okay. For monster, me. I I really don't have a preference. I guess so. I don't. I don't. I don't know the song off the top. Of I, I'm if, really if, if getting psychological. It. You see me staring at the screen. I was okay. Really, that's yeah, what I would go, go for with it. for Let's my life. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's you do guys it. don't have it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I already How? answered freckles. But. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna turn this away for just a second. Okay. How would you? How do you handle your problems? <laughs> Joel is reading the screen upside down from an angle. Do you handle your problems by drinking, by running away from them? By having faith that things will get better, by eating, <laughs> that's me, uh, revenge, physical retaliation, by manipulating others to do what I want, by playing or listening to music, or by venting to someone I trust. I tried to keep track. Uh, dear BuzzFeed, there's just go. too many freaking answers. I know. There's... Politically, I'm just going to, at this point, hope things go for the best, and that is impossible. Uh, so moving on. Um, There's not really like an actionable choice. Sure, there is revenge, physical violence. Yeah, Isn't but that then one like a positive, there? like, hey, I think and take action on the, the the choices that I've made in my life, and I try to better my own life. Oh yeah, how do you how do you handle your problems? I solve them. Next question. <laughs> well, that's why this is a challenge because you have to choose from these. Right. <laughs> Never came across a problem I haven't fixed. All right, what do you guys think? Um, uh, I would go with venting. Personally. I would go with venting too. Yep. That's what yeah, I was going to say. Was venting one of them? Yep. I did okay, it this few. weekend. <laughs> yeah. A lot. <laughs> it's very cathartic. All right. What is your deepest fear? Spiders crawling in my mouth when I sleep and then staying there making babies and then like open my mouth and like that's, a whole Will you read the out? answers, please? Yeah. So that's not the answers. I don't think. We haven't got there yet. Yeah, one of them looks kind of long. Failure. Abusive relationships. Mm. Being betrayed by someone I love. Not getting along with everyone, losing my parents. I thought it said losing my pants. I'm sorry, that's actually. Funny. I thought it said losing my pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> losing, uh, losing my pants. That's my biggest fear. Losing my parents is far worse. Yeah, just a little bit, <laughs> just a tiny bit worse. Uh, losing control of my anger, being outsmarted, not achieving my dreams, or being alone. Failure or being alone. I don't know. Sometimes I enjoy, I half enjoy being alone. Half I'm scared to death I'm, of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with failure. I'm gonna go with failure because if we're talking about failure deepest is. fear, um, to, you, you agree with failure? It's an overarching thing. Really. It is. I mean, that could also be uh, losing your dreams if you're if you don't want to be alone. Anyway, whatever. Next question. All right. Next. Next question. question. What is your dream job? Yeah, this is ridiculous. What's your dream job while you're on a deserted island? Being a doctor, I wonder who that goes to. Uh, I don't know. Wherever life takes me, teacher, restaurateur, if that's Restaurant, restaurateur, con artist, soldier, scientist, musician, or CEO. Oh, well, Joel, you're already an artist. It's just a skip and hop and a jump over to con artist. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go with con artist. Actually, do you really want to? I was going to say. Well, I mean, that's going to point us towards Sawyer, obviously. I mean, isn't, but... that, isn't that kind of what acting is? Where they're like, oh, oh yeah. Michael. Wait, I, you're not Michael. You are 
Acting. Gerald? <laughs> I, I I say you know, I got it. You know what? You it, I wasn't gonna say that, but now I am. Yeah, I'm going with Con Artist. Con Artist. I was, I was gonna say wherever life takes me because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm gonna go with yeah, Con Artist. Why I, I, I say yeah. I have a BA and BS. That's what a theater degree is. Yeah, same here. All right, which Babs. emoji speaks to you? No, right. no, 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 no. The question is. Which emoji speaks to your soul? All right. So you guys choose while I uh, let the audience know what emojis we've got. We've got the surgeon mask emoji. No, that's not what the emoji is. That's the sick emoji. No, that's the don't get me sick emoji. Do you even speak emoji? I don't. If you say, say, uh, hey, I I think, uh, uh, you know, podcast starts today. I I threw up last night, but it should be fine. I'm responding with that one, which means maybe not coming for, you know, self-preservation. So we've got the guilty, sad emoji, the, the... We got Angel. We got a cheeseburger. We've got a gun pointing at the cheeseburger. Oh, that's an iPhone cheeseburger because the Android cheeseburger has the cheese on the bottom. Who cares? Uh, Knife. I have an Android phone. We've got the devil. We've got music notes. And we got two people in love. That's not true. You got two people who are holding up, balancing a heart between their heads. And if one (laughs) moves, the picture's lost. Uh, That's a purple devil, too. Um... I guess music. I guess I'm I'm torn between music and the gun. <laughs> I'm I'm torn between the cheeseburger and the gun. And the gun. I'm torn between the music and the cheeseburger. So I mean, we're I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go cheeseburger. I, I think I think I think we could all murder a cheeseburger right now. I think that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yep, yeah. And sing while doing it. All right, cheeseburger. Yep. Cheeseburger. I can vegetarian. Has. This is a vegetarian answering cheeseburger. I can ask. <laughs> I, I was curious about. I was hey, like I concerned. I fucking love cheeseburgers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Pick. A lost quote. Okay. Live together, die alone. I'm not doing anything until I see Jack. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. What do these numbers mean? These are terrible quotes from Lost. Seriously. <laughs> what about Walt? Is that on here? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, see, I would have chosen that. I would not. I freaking hate that. Some some characters are written to be hated, and God damn it. <laughs> All right, let's let's continue this. Same thing I've always done, Kate. Surviving. What is the most dangerous thing? Uh, hope is a dangerous thing to lose. Hope is a very dangerous very thing to lose. I can't read. You can't talk. It makes sense. Because destiny, John, is a fickle bitch. <laughs> Not Penny's boat. <laughs> Is that like a quote? They never even said not Penny's boat. It was a quote on it's his hand. hand. I'm sure I'm sure they told they told everybody else. Okay, whatever. And the last one is my husband is many things, but he is not a liar. Um, okay, as far as quotes, I think I think the best thing about a quote is to be repeated. And that being said, because Destiny John is a fickle bitch, that's worth saying again. Absolutely. I would say I would say that honestly. You know why? Because okay. here here's like here's some context. Uh God, God damn it, Charles. Why didn't you turn the TV off last night? Because Destiny John is a fickle bitch. God damn it. It sounds I, like I, the I, ultimate I, answer. Well, what's funny is I was going to say the same thing about same thing we always do, Kate. Survive. Oh, yeah. Because, or whatever it is. Because Try uh, to save the world. Try to take yeah, over the world. First of all, it reminds me of uh, Pinky in the Brain. Mm-hmm. But second of all, you can answer that to a lot of questions. But, I mean, you could do the same thing. Be like, I'm not doing anything until I see Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with the just fic- sit down. Go with the go nope. with the fickle bitch. I like I like, I like fickle, fickle I like fickle bitch because um, that just I mean like you can't say fickle yeah. bitch and not kind of giggle a little bit. Guys, we've got ourselves an answer. Is he oh. holding a shotgun? What is he We're holding? We're Sawyer. You guys are your best friend on the island. Wait, no. Who on Lost are you? Yeah, is Sawyer. Sawyer. I that makes sense. Yeah. I think between you guys, Sawyer kind of makes sense. He's kind of the con man, like but, lone wolf kind But he's of yeah. guy. absolutely the most dynamic character in the entire series. Yeah. Like, Arguable. He, he he grows more than anybody, I right, think. Right, 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 Joel? Oh, okay. That's a correct. Of course. Have, have you seen any of Lost? No, no he hasn't seen, seen any of it. Then that is your punishment for this week, because I didn't give you a punishment. What? You, you guys want, are going to s- watch 80 hours of TV? No, he has to start Lost. Oh, there's no way I can start Lost this week. I'll have to. I'll have to put it on. That's fine. Yeah, okay. you're starting Lost. It's in my queue. Here's, you guys are gonna start rewatching Lost. But, I, I but where to... is it? Is it on Netflix? It's or on Netflix. Find... It is. Okay. It's on Netflix for the next uh, two. For years. now, uh, Michael Michael Macbeth. I have to. I have to counteract you. The most most dynamic character. He was on the island longer than anybody. So. 
earmuffs, Joel. Ear, no, no, forget it. You might as well know at this point. With the whole time shift and everything, I think he was there. Of course, you can't compare him to Jack, who got to go off and live and all this other stuff. The the while, fact that he grew. I, I submit it's while, the availability. While, That's what I'm saying. While they fight about this bullshit. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. You guys are always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name... Yo, you guys keep fighting. Keep... No, I think it was Boone. My my name is... Really? <laughs> my Zach, name is... Kelly broke up at the costume ball. It was... Uh, That's great. Uh, I'm my so name... excited. My... I'm so excited. I'm so scared. My name is Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm Michael C. Macbeth. I'm Scotty Schaefer. This is Joel... Signing off. But seriously, though, I mean, like, it's not have boom, yourselves a wonderful week, guys. Who who is the who is the most dynamic character? What's the show called? Oh, lot. In I your opinion, I don't know. So, so hey, folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father—it's a busy life, and I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, five-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.